0: Hello, good afternoon. Our goal at Portland Radio Project is for listeners to get the full experience and revel in our talented local music community. Did you know we play a local artist every 15 minutes? And we take the time to get to know these incredible musicians with our drop-in sessions. I am Jamie Dracos, host of Tuesday Night's Northwest Honky Tonk, and I am thrilled to be chatting today with singer, songwriter, guitarist, and all-around amazing creative soul, Edna Vasquez. Hello, Edna. How are you? Hi, Jamie. Hi, audience out there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, thank you so much for joining us to chat about your upcoming show at The Lot at Seidel Yards. Do you want to let people know the details about your upcoming appearance? Absolutely. I will be
1: at Seidel on July 11th. And uh, you can find the tickets online through my Instagram and my Facebook and also, of course, the Seidel Yards and at the lot.com. Uh, Great.
0: Yeah, have you seen the setup that they have over at the lot at Seidel Yards? You know
1: what? I've just seen it in pictures. Yeah. That's where they, that's the spot where uh, Cirque du Soleil uh, used to put on their their uh, circus. So yes. it's a big space and it looks beautiful.
0: Yeah, they have lots of parking, and everybody, everybody who yeah. comes together has their own little, their own little patio that they get to hang out on for this show. That's so beautiful. <laughs> I've Is seen that. Neat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to check it out in person. I think it looks lovely. <laughs> Likewise, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you have a couple new songs that you've put out recently. Have you been writing music during this downtime of the pandemic? Yes, I have. Um...
1: Usually, I you know my my creativity comes with uh, a lots of emotion. I've been feeling a lot, you know, the pandemic. A way to observe the world and just uh, write down what's happening to us, you know, to talk about our issues as humans and you know our pride as humans, every single emotion. So yes, I've been writing a lot. Mm.
0: The first song of yours we're going to listen to is "Pajarillo Soñador." Can you tell us a little bit more about the song and what inspired it? I worked with uh, Daryl Grant in
1: 2019. We had a project called "21 Letters," and it was about the mothers being incarcerated at the uh, at the border in Texas. So there's this prison in uh, Delay, Texas where uh, all the moms, you know, from the uh, caravan immigrants being incarcerated there. So they wrote all these letters uh, to what they felt on Mother's Day being incarcerated away from their children. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, this project with Daryl Grant, it was so amazing because we, we researched the... Causes and the effects, you know, the emotional mm-hmm. effects in the in people in in and also you know how all this malinformation from media, some media, you know, um, gets out there and people you know conforms with that. So uh, we wanted to educate people through songs, through original pieces about you know what's happening. Out there. And so, Pajarillo Soñador is, a, is like, a, like a hymn to uh, motivate people to fly high. You know, there, is, there are no frontiers in the sky.
0: Mm.
1: And, uh, and also, us as individuals, you know, as human beings, just get out there, know that you're wonderful and divine, and you know, uh, risk. Ah. Risk for your dreams and 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 fly high.
0: Great. Well let's take a listen to pajaria Sonia Dor.
1: Esos bríos como cuando eras chiquillo, vete cruzando la esfera que siempre es y será mejor. i sincero que se va acabando tu dolor Vuela y nunca te detengas Que en el viento no hay fronteras Vuela aunque ya nunca vengas Como si la vida
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That was just so gorgeous. There's so much emotion in there. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. The, the music is fantastic. Your band is amazing. Um, and the, the sentiment and the words are just getcha. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. I, I, I'm in awe, and I just want to let people know if uh, they want to take a look at the translation for uh, the words if they don't speak Spanish. There is a fully translated set of lyrics on bandcamp.com. Um, so tell me, how, how did you start playing music, Edna? What were your influences when you started playing music? Grandpa was
1: a musician. Uh, he was a musician for a hobby. And uh, he, he played in a brass band. So um, he played the clarinet. Ah. And he had such an affection for music. He was, you know, whenever we sat every Sunday to eat together, the whole family, uh, he would sit and then he was listening we were like barely having music in the background listening to uh to us a, a radio station that um uh, that played all the all the mariachi uh mm-hmm. classics and uh um so he he would he would uh tell us okay quiet everybody like listen to the music and then uh i'll give 10 pesos whoever gets the name of this song and you know all those things
0: Uh are
1: just printed in my heart because that's that's how i go back in the past and that's like my biggest influence in music you know i would say like the mariachi the folk mexican music Mm -hmm. always had something in us you know and he appreciated that very much and uh um i could i could tell other than that he had a huge he listened to a huge variety he had this uh, stereo with where he would sit in the afternoons or the evenings and I just appreciate the music of Mozart or you know, it's just a great variety of genres and, and I admire to see my grandfather sitting in a chair appreciating a piece. You know, so basically that's where I get it from. It's just, you know, when I when when I create a piece, it's okay, I I feel like they're gonna sit like grandpa and in, in listen to it with a glass of wine or or a beer you know and so um he would listen to like classical music to uh trovas from cuba uh all south american uh, music and like world music you know from Kind of like Pink Martini, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, you know, I guess I've been in touch with... Uh, I've, I've been with that energy my whole life. It's just, you know, it's the way it is. We don't understand the language, but then you feel the emotion in the music that a human being put in the piece. And it's it's imprinted in there, and it's beautiful. And it takes you, it takes you places. So... I guess you know that's that's why I don't limit mm-hmm. what I create, you know it's yes, it could be all over the place, like um, some people say, but that's fine, you know it's it's giving it freedom to to what I am i I should not limit that um, and I should always this is what I tell to myself. Um, Give it, give it form as it comes, you know. Yeah. Because uh, the song, the song pretty much guides me into what it is, and it could be a tango one day, it could be a rumba, it could be a, a classical piece, it could be anything, you know. And I just, it, I'm just the tool. It just comes to me, and it comes out through me. I don't think it's even mine, you know. <laughs> Because it heals, it heals, and I can feel that, and I just let it be, you know? I'm yeah. like, okay, well, I'll, I'll create this, and it's it's okay, you know? Whoever listens to it, it's it's for it to to heal us both reciprocally.
0: I love the visual of your grandfather sitting with his glass of wine or his beer, and just really appreciating the music, and it makes me think, you know, uh, July 11th, that's what we're all going to be doing is sitting with our glass of wine along the riverside <laughs> and getting to appreciate your music. And I, I love that. <laughs> Come full circle. That's a beautiful
1: Im- imagery. <laughs> Thank
0: you for that. <laughs> so you have worked with a lot of amazing Portland musicians. I mean, clearly there's a nice set of them even just on that first song that we heard um, your last album you put out was with Pink martini. What was it like working as part of that you know large group of musicians versus your solo songwriting and performing
1: It's been amazing uh to me it's being um it's it's almost like another level another layer of uh of learning you know um I've I've encountered these amazing musicians who I uh, look up to, and uh, each of them is you know a teacher of what they do, and it's it's being a great interaction with them. You know, I've I feel like we're all from the same um, age. You know, probably our mm-hmm. souls relate, and um, and and that's what, yeah, that's what I admired from Pink Martini, it's just, I'm, I'm always learning, I'm always yeah. learning from those musicians and uh,
0: they're, they're pretty, pretty given to their art. There are a couple of Pink Martini alums that have been appearing on America's Got Talent. Do you think you'll go try <laughs> out for that? You know what? I, I've, I've been in talent
1: shows, TV talent shows, and the first one I was in, I, I hated it because um, I thought it was a contest. Um, but you know, there's a lot of like profiling and it's, 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 it was not a good experience, but, Ah. but I learned a lot. I learned a lot and I appreciated it. It gave me, it gave me a lot of work. I, I enjoyed it, you know, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, but I've, I've been in talent shows like that and, um, and, and I appreciated it. Back then, I appreciated the experience through it, you know, even though like it was ugh. <laughs> at least at least for me, you know, it, um, I was in this TV show called Tengo Talento, Mucho oh, Talento. Yeah. So I have I talent, so much talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so this is televised in uh, in L.A. And, and so I went there. I went up to semifinals. Then I was disqualified. Then a year later, I went to Sabado Gigante and I I won that segment, and, and I was so lucky that day that I went to like go for a car <laughs> raffle. It was so unbelievable. <laughs> that was such a great experience. Like um, yeah, Sabado, yeah. But Sabado Gigante, that's that's a big deal. It is a big deal. I, I, you know what? It just gave me a lot of exposure internationally. You yeah. know, TV. That's like, basically, that's that's what I got from 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 TV. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it helped a lot. After after those two sh- TV shows, it's like okay. But you know, I'm open to it. Why not? Mm, but yeah. I don't see it in my. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so um, I'm asking folks lately about their pandemic life how was how was the pandemic for you were you here in portland what were you alone were you with people yeah i I, um, I think
1: our last show with Pink Martini was in March 25th, and oh. uh, that, that's when we stopped. Yeah. Um, you know, I was very scared. I was very scared for, for the future, and uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. So, um, yeah, I, I thought about, like, okay, well, this is it. We must stop. And the whole world stopped. And mm. that was kind of scary um, just to think like how the economy was going to go. Am I going to lose my job? Those kind of questions, existential questions. I I was also very sick uh, in the beginning. So I thought I had COVID. Yes, indeed, I ended at the ER, but I, I just had an, an allergic reaction. And I, you know, that was the moment when I realized like, like all this is too much. Yeah. It was um very stressful in the beginning, but then, you know, I kinda like settled in then uh late July I I had a terrible accident. I we went camping and I chopped one of my tendons by accident oh. in my in my in my left hand. Oh no. Uh, and that was the fourth of July weekend and uh there were no surgeons it was a catastrophe for me um but you know what i like out of all these experiences i think i i had to be more patient with myself and you know not so hard to myself and i don't know i i learned a lot i feel like i've like i've grown a lot mm-hmm. i get to spend more time with, with my wife and cats it's just big realizations that I didn't before, you know, and and it's wonderful.
0: Yeah. For yeah. me,
1: it was wonderful, you know, even though I had this, like, huge accident. And, and I got terrified that day. And then, you know, they sewed it and then went back to camping. I mean, I had two options, just to come home and cry for the accident or just, like, stay there. So I just decided to stay there and live on life, you know, just... And whatever. have you
0: have you fully recovered from that? I is, I'm I'm hoping your guitar your guitar yeah. fingers are okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been,
1: it's it's much much better. I just prayed a lot that whatever you know. I was like okay, just it's healed like ninety eight percent. Oh, good. so it's wonderful.
0: That's great. It's wonderful yeah. now. I can yeah. play.
1: I played like four months later than the surgery, and just I thank this surgeon so much. Yes. Kaiser Permanente. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's great. Thank you. That's great. I'm so grateful to them as well. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the second song we're going to listen to. It is called Liberal. Do you want to tell people what it is about?
1: Liberal goes along with the pajarillo soñador. It's a way of just coming out of me, coming out of you, just to not feel always like a victim. You know, you can do this. You can free yourself from being a victim of yourself and deal with with life and all the issues. I made this song originally like for political purposes about my country you know I didn't know how uh-huh. to express that. Um, and can cause... you tell
0: us your country and what was happening when you made it?
1: Well I, I'm, I was born in Mexico. What was happening is just that uh, the decisions that that uh, the, the government took about NAFTA and all that and how, like, middle class was disappearing in Mexico and, mm. and you know, all those issues. So I thought, why can't we start educating in a different way all the Mexicans so we were more aware of our government? But, you know, in some of our countries, you can't just express yourself openly you know i decided to do it in a metaphorical way and this is the song like liberal just free ourselves from like we're not victims this is our country we can fight for it we can overcome whatever you know
0: here it is liberal edna vasquez I hear the freedom I hear the freedom ringing in that <laughs> thank song you. <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh, that's um, another gorgeous tune man I just can't wait until we get to see you live on July 11th thank you <laughs> the women that helped you record this song will you tell me again who who's who's helping you out on this tune Yes, that was Julia Costa in the
1: trumpets. She made the arrangements for the trumpet and uh, Mireya Ramos. He plays guitarron there, which is a Mexican bass guitar, and uh, violin. So she did the uh, overdubs for that and also helped me co-arrange the whole song.
0: That's that's a. It's just such a lovely piece. I'm so how amazing to have that big of a sound with just a small group of women like that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) These two songs are out now. People can listen to them uh, wherever they listen to music, correct? Yes, that's right. Liberal is still developing
1: into Spotify. I haven't had the time to update it there, but you can listen to both in Bandcamp. And when you buy this song, uh, pretty much it goes Equal parts to all the musicians. If you if you contribute to either uh, song, then you know it helps all of the musicians. I think that's one of the things that I you know about the pandemic, that um, I'm gonna have to start solo, playing solo again. You know to bring along my band, mm-hmm. my beloved musicians, and it has
0: affected us in, in that way. Yeah, uh, a lot of artists. It's, it's been a rough time. And then you plan to have physical copies that people can buy next spring. That's correct, yeah. Will you remind people where they can see you this weekend and at what times?
1: Yes, I will be on July 11th, Sunday, July 11th at Seidel Yards. Uh, You can buy your tickets online through my Instagram or through sidelyards.com or the lot. Uh, You can just Google it like that and type Edna Vasquez tickets and it'll take you right there. I will be um, starting at 7.30, doors open at 7. My show is called De Colores, so I'll play uh, just me and my guitar, uh, all what I've done. In these 24 years
0: mm. and if people are interested in your other performances you have some other shows coming up this summer where can they find out more information about those absolutely they they can go to uh, edna vasquez.com and
1: i've posted all the uh, shows that i'll have with uh, pink martini um, and uh, starting from mid-july in michigan and the east coast um, and then, uh, we're coming back to, uh, Portland at Edgefield in September. And then it's, it's, you'll find all of the shows. If you go to EdnaVasquez.com. just type on the shows and then it'll take you straight to all of the shows until 2022. Does it feel good to be setting out
0: on tour again?
1: Yes, so much <laughs> I love traveling, and you know just going to places, learning from uh, other people. <laughs> I always get get out of my hotel and uh just uh dare to talk to people, just to know you know the surroundings, know the history of the cities and and learn as much as I can.
0: Well, if you want more information on any of this, you can check out the Portland Radio Project website. We will have a little article about Edna, this interview, and where you can find out more information about the show and her other upcoming shows. Just check out the article on PRP.FM. And remember to go to the lot at com to get tickets for this upcoming show. July 11th, doors at seven o'clock. A big thanks to Edna Vasquez for taking time to speak with me and to all of you for tuning in. Thank you, Edna.
1: Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you to the
0: FM studio. Thanks We've, for having me. It's been a pleasure. I'm your host, Jamie Dracos, and you can catch me Tuesday nights on the Northwest Honky Tonk. I engineered and co-produced this drop-in session alongside Veronica Besesti. We'll see you next time for another stellar Portland Radio Project local artist drop-in session.